Hello, I'm Dr. Geraldine Agee, Miles College Provost and Senior Vice President of Academic Affairs. And I'm here to tell you that now is your time. Miles College is Birmingham's premier four-year HBCU. We offer intimate class sizes, accessible faculty, and a personalized career plan with you in mind. Whether it's your first time in college or you want to return and finish, please come experience Miles College and let us invest in your future. Truman, tell me a joke. What do a firefighter and police officer have in common? The uniform, the badge. <laughs> they both wanted to be police officers when they were kids. Oh, <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs>
we got to get out of here. Uh-huh. So she got a better job, moved us to Homewood, and went to Homewood Middle School. But I knew I had to come back to the city. So after eighth grade, I took the test to get into Ramsey and thankfully got in and stayed at Ramsey from my freshman year until my junior year. And I'm just going to shoot you straight. Got into it with the basketball coach at Ramsey. And Who had to go. Coach? Kelly Cheatham. Kelly Cheatham. <laughs> you and, I, and, I, and I love him today. If yeah. I saw him on the street, I would give him a hug and, and tell him I love him. But yeah. we, we just did not see eye to eye. Back in high school. So. All right, now hold on. You <laughs> gave me a lot. You gave me a lot right there. All right. So you were the jock. Yes. Bad. You were the baller always. Did you play other sports and whatnot, or was were you focused on basketball? I played basketball, but I was better at baseball. And if I was smart, I would have stuck in baseball. But me being probably a black man, I love basketball because that's what gets the attention. That's what everybody, you know, wants to see is basketball. Meanwhile, I would have had a long career had I stayed in baseball. Now, I I'm my middle son did the same thing with football. But while he was in Florida for a camp, he was 12. Mm. A major league um scout told his coach that kid is going to play major league baseball one day. Look at that. Now you tell me if I'm if I'm wrong, right? I believe if they get cheerleaders <laughs> in baseball cuz bo- little boys want to be cheered for. That's you true. know what I'm saying? That's and true. like there are no cheerleaders in baseball. If they get cheerleaders in baseball when you've stayed in baseball. Of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> the the fans played a major part in yeah. probably why I stuck with basketball. Yeah, because that's what got everybody's attention. There. Nobody's yeah. there at the baseball game. Yeah. And 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 as it relates to little league sports, but especially baseball, when the kids are this big and it's T ball and they the uniform too big for them, everybody out there, grandma, auntie, the neighbors, and the older they get, the more it wanes off. So it, 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 that cult baseball culture in here in Birmingham doesn't lead to, you know, but now like out in Hueytown, oh, it's huge. Oh, yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. In some some of our suburbs. But anyway, so where did you go to church? I went to church as Word of Faith. And okay. it's actually based out of Detroit, and they had a satellite church here in Homewood when I was growing up. Yeah. And I later transitioned from Word of Faith to Church of the Highlands. Okay. So I joined, I know everybody, you know, considers that a mega church, but I love it because I feel as though when you go to a mega church, you don't have as many people in your business. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just, you know, what I what I love about me, uh, mega churches is you could just go and nobody's telling you that you missed church last yeah. Sunday. And yeah. I mean, what, there's nothing wrong with that because that's accountability, but I love just being able to just go in and come out. Yeah. Um, now... What part does your faith play or has your faith played as you were growing up? Or were are you new to like really delving into your faith? And- Moment of transparency. I was a very devout Christian growing up mm-hmm. and I strayed away. Yeah. When I got into college in my early years of policing, I strayed away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You strayed away as we all do in our young age. And now what role does it play for you? Like 
especially, you know, your mental health and everything you have to see and experience and explain. With what our team sees on a weekly basis, I believe our faith plays a major part because it allows you to have something to lean on during those tough times. And you understand that um, your life is bigger than just you. And it's not about your feelings. It's not about, oh, I'm tired. It's three o'clock in the morning. Somebody needs me. I need to get up. Mm -hmm. So it just helps really propel you to do your job. That's awesome. Um, I ask people, we've been doing this all this season. What makes you so Birmingham? The fact that every step of my life has been shaped by Birmingham. I went to a Birmingham elementary school. Yeah, I left for uh, middle school, but I graduated from a high school located in Birmingham. I went to the University of Alabama at Birmingham. I was blessed to attend Birmingham Law School. My first <laughs> career, my dream career, is the city of Birmingham's police department. Everything about me is Birmingham. That is so awesome. It seems like you've made wonderful decisions for yourself. But if you could go back to an age... Tell me what age you go to and what advice would you give yourself? I would go back to high school. Okay. And the advice I would give myself is for one, stick with baseball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stick with baseball. And two, don't listen to what other people say about you. Mm -hmm. You have your own path planned out. Trust yourself. Don't try to fit in as much as you try to. Because I was one of those that I wanted to do what everyone else wanted me to. I yeah, really didn't yeah. um, people follow. People pleaser. People pleaser. Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Um, where is your favorite social media hangout and how can people follow you? Ooh. Can I plug my, can I plug my personal Social media yes, on the that's a, this, this about you, man. I wasn't asking you, I was asking that person behind your right shoulder. Oh, my boss. <laughs> <laughs> the person can I plug my personal? I, I got the thumbs up. <laughs> I'm on Facebook every now and then, Truman Fitzgerald. I'm on Instagram, I keep it simple, Truman Fitzgerald, and that's it. I'm not on Snapchat, I'm not on um, TikTok. So, yeah. Facebook and Instagram, you can find me, Truman Fitzgerald. All right, now, I forgot to ask you something. And that is, is there anything specific you want me to ask you? Let's face Let's talk about the elephant in the room. That'll be part two. Is there anything you don't want me to ask you? Which is usually said <laughs> off the camera, but... I'm glad you said no, because I'm going to have to do this, all right? All I'm right. sorry. Go ahead. For the ladies. For the ladies. Are you single? Hi. I'm Tanita Kane from the Kane Law Firm. For 23 years, we have been the name you know, and definitely the name you can trust for your legal needs. Whether it be criminal defense, personal injury, or family law, we can take care of your needs. Call 205-202-4077 or visit our website at www.canelawbham.com.
www.caiinlaw.com. That's www.caiinlawbham.com. What's your favorite charity? Favorite charity, I will consider it a charity. It's Church of the Highlands Dream Center. Tell us about it. Well, when I was at East Precinct, I was assigned to the Woodlawn community. And mm-hmm. in the Woodlawn community, there's the Dream Center, which is ultimately a mecca of um, just kids being able to go to a place um, that's safe. Yeah. And it's put on by Church of the Highlands. Birmingham Police Department actually works off-duty security there, so it's safe. And what it does, it, it just allows kids to, to dream, and Church of Highlands pumps resources into the community, um, such as Christ Health, which is nearby. So I would definitely say Dream Center is probably one of my favorite charities. Shout out to my cousin Chauncey Hope. I mean, um, um, what's your little brother's name, boy? Um, Charlton Hope. Um, who is at um, Church of the Highlands. Bingo. All right. Let me ask you some questions. Go ahead. And if you don't answer these questions, you're going to have to make a donation to the Dream Center. You got it. (laughs) (laughs) For every one you don't answer. But they're easy. Regions Park or Rickwood Field? Rickwood Field. I've actually had the pleasure to play in Rickwood Field. Botanical Gardens or Railroad Park? Botanical Gardens. I was married in Botanical Gardens. Well, you done told us. <laughs> <laughs> look, hey. I was married in Botanical Gardens. You think I'm about to sit I, Look who I have to go home right. with. Like, you think she's not going to If he would have just and, said and, Botanical Gardens and left it at that. No. like <laughs> That would have been plain. No. I want, I want. Look, I'm trying to get cool points. I hear you. That's with the right out, one. With the right one. <laughs> Protective Stadium or Legacy Arena? Protective Stadium. We just had a charity dodgeball game. You did, yeah. (laughs) Crossplex or Legion Field? Crossplex. My team and I have worked a lot of events at the Crossplex. Biggie or Tupac? Tupac. Michael Jackson or Prince? Prince. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Sloss Furnace or Vulcan Park? Vulcan Park. Birmingham Zoo or McWayne Science Center? McWayne Science Center. <laughs> Barons or Squadron? Barons. Legion or Stallions? Stallions. Alabama or Auburn? UAB. State up donation. <laughs> no, I actually don't do the donation when somebody wants to raise up for their school. UAB. I understand. <laughs> but you're going to have to answer this one. You got it. State A&M. State, my, my my girl's from Montgomery right there. My my teammate is from is from Montgomery. Man, you you think quick on your feet. <laughs> um, now, what are your favorite pair of Jordans? Ooh, I'm not a big Jordan person. Okay, I'm just I, not. You're you young, know, so I'm I was young. just throwing That's a great it question. out there. You I'm know just, what I'm, I'm not a big Jordan person. Okay, okay. Do you cook? I do not. You don't cook? I don't cook. I'm not even going to sit up here in front that I cook. Then what's one of your favorite restaurants in Birmingham? My favorite? Nikki's West. Nikki's West. Nikki's West. All right. All right. Now, I'm going to give this to you. You said you want to discuss the elephant in the room. Do it. I think it's fitting that our team 
is here right after Cornell Wesley. And the reason being is we we heard Cornell Wesley and his team talk about just amazing amazing economic opportunities that are coming to our city. But let's just face the elephant in the room. Who wants to come to a city when every day you turn on the news, you see another person shot or another person killed? And we need to have those difficult conversations about crime because Cornell Wesley and his team in the city of Birmingham and Mayor Wolfen can do these amazing things, which they have done. But what are we doing as a city to address our major issue? And that is crime within our city. Now, let me... Um... When I told you you're spe- when you got here and I said you're special, um, this is where I was going with that. There's a part in the um, podcast usually where I talk, you know, usually these are my friends sitting there and we're just meeting. But my closest friends, my, they got to be close to me because I say this and usually nobody understands what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. My phone will go off, and I'll be like, ah, damn it, here you go again. Truman, give me a break. (laughs) It might be in the middle of the night. Truman. And so I have this funny relationship with you. Now, I'm not, I don't want you to think about that like you said it too many emails. No, it's like, like, I, and I'm sure a lot of other people, everybody feels like we know Truman. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And so this is about you coming and really introducing yourself, especially to those who don't know you. So with that being said, um, you are the face um, and and these beautiful ladies behind me. And there's one other that I get an email from from time to time. You're the face of this. And, you know, but what? how does it make you feel, right? You specifically said you got your dream job. How does it feel that you got your dream job at a time when shit just seems to be going to hell in a handbasket? You feel like this is what you've trained for mm. your whole career. Mm. And as a young officer, I always wanted to be in those difficult situations. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel as though I chose the area that I first was assigned to because it was a challenge, which was Southeast Lake. Anyone knows anything about Southeast Lake could tell you it's one of the busiest areas in Birmingham. And when I got the call to come over to the team, to the public information division, it was just Birmingham was just starting to transition into, you know, your hundred plus homicides a year. So Mm -hmm. it was we were jumping Mm -hmm. and a part of me told me that, you know, this is what you've been training for. This is the moment that you have been waiting for. This is all those deep conversations that you've had with those people on their front porch, all those calls that you answered where you know the issues that are going on in Birmingham. This is your platform to be a voice for the community. Mm-hmm. Have you ever felt as though, um, well, let me say it a different way. I feel as though it's not going to get better. It's only going to get worse. I feel as though um, I may be safe in, in, in my community and I, I feel reasonably safe doing whatever I have to do day to day. But then one thing I never thought about was stray bullets. Like shit's going off the, off the deep end like, I feel as though it ain't going to get no better. 
what do you have to say to that? I would have to say it's not going to get better if we keep our same mindset. And what I mean by that is we have gone away from that true community mindset that we once had. Even since I've been on with the Birmingham Police Department, the mindset's changed. You have neighborhoods where you have gunshots fired and people don't even call the police because they're so used to it. Versus, Me last night. You know, <laughs> and you can't blame them because they hear it so much. It's like, I don't even want to waste the police officer's time because I hear this so frequently. Mm -hmm. You know, versus what would happen if you heard a gunshot? Let's just face it. What would happen if you heard a gunshot in Vestavia in a neighborhood? You think they're going to call? They're going to call immediately. First of all, you ain't going <laughs> to hear no gunshot. <laughs> <laughs> but you, yeah. you see what I mean? Yeah. You know, and, and we've gone away from that mentality that you're not going to do that in my neighborhood. You're not going to do that in my city. And mm -hmm. until we go back to that mindset, we're going to continue to see what we've been seeing. Is because people feel as though they can do things in our city and get away with it. I'm going to ask you a question that you are I don't think going to get anywhere else, just to be quite honest. Um, when somebody gets murdered, here come Truman. When somebody gets shot and they looking for somebody, here come Truman. Tell me what y'all are doing right. Tell me those things you're proud of. Tell me about what the Birmingham Police Department, part one, and then you personally. Tell me about some successes that we don't get to see and we don't get to hear about. Because it's not as sexy as somebody getting smoked and 90 gun casings on the, on the ground. You don't hear about the hard work that our patrol officers put in on a daily basis. You don't hear about the patrol officer that helped change the person's tire on the side of the road. You don't hear about the detective that followed up with you know, a victim's family and they've built a relationship and that detective went to that victim's funeral and that detective solved that victim's homicide. You know, we do our best to publicize that, but you don't see the work that truly goes in to our police department. These men and women are putting in some serious work. Yeah. And, and let me just clear something up while I have this platform. I, I'm, I'm blessed and I'm very fortunate that our team gets a lot of attention and everybody, you know, ask like, hey, are you okay? Are you tired or let me just say this i have an easy job because i go i do my part and then i leave those patrol officers those detectives those supervisors on the scene they are the men and women that are staying on the scene throughout the night that are truly putting in the real police work i'm just a face mm -hmm. so those are the men and women that are the rock of the birmingham police department you guys uh, i just forwarded some information from the um from your social media, it seems you're going through a hiring phase right now. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? And I and I want to say this before you start. Um, I am 100% against the activists and the knuckleheads talking about defund the police. And we don't, I want y'all to have more cameras. I want you to have more equipment. I don't do shit wrong, so I don't care who's looking at me. You know what I mean? But um, at, at, at the, the source of it all has to be people, has to be boots on the ground. And I want to, you know, we, we went through a time where it wasn't cool to be a police officer and all this kind of stuff. I want to say that fewer police and defunded police 
is lunacy. I want us to get more people of color, more women, more people who feel disenfranchised and and unincluded on the force. Is the the key is not taking people off and away. So please tell us how people can get involved and considered um, for the police academy. First and foremost, we offer benefits that not too many other police agencies are offering. We hire at 19. So you look at a kid that just graduated high school, is 19 years old, they can come with the Birmingham Police Department and have a career for the rest of their life. And what we need to do in our community is we need to start really, we've done a lot to shy our kids away from policing. Mm -hmm. And we have to understand that these kids coming up nowadays and adults too are very impressionable. So they pay a lot of attention to what their peers, what their parents are telling them. And for us who are already with the Birmingham Police Department, we know this is the best job some of us have ever had in our life. Mm -hmm. Because I can speak to that. This job has taken care of me since day one. Mm -hmm. I've done things that I never thought I would do. And it's all because of the Birmingham Police Department. So first and foremost, we just have to be more positive when you hear that person that wants to join the police department. Because when you go into these schools and you talk to the kids, you hear so many of them say, you know, I want to be a police officer when I grow up. And if as many kids actually follow through with that, we wouldn't have a recruiting shortage. So there's somewhere right. down the line that they're being discouraged from actually joining us. Mm -hmm. And I would tell anyone, you're not going to have any, you're not going to have nearly as many opportunities. You're not going to make nearly as much money and you're not going to be as a better position than you would if you didn't join the Birmingham Police Department. I'm telling you, this is gold. Like, <laughs> like, like this is amazing. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, you know. No, go finish with. And and the and the best thing that I think that we offer, but it's it's a it's a word that so many young people don't think about is we have a 20 year retirement. And I know that big R word. They you it's hard to you get them. Think about you don't it think then. about it. Yeah. But I'm talking to guys and girls on a daily basis that are we have a prime example, our deputy chief. He's number three in command. He is a baby. He's not even 40 yet or he'll be 40 soon. Wow. Young man. Good looking guy. He's eligible for retirement next year in his early 40s. Now he can retire. Dude, <laughs> everybody that went to coming out of high school, everybody that went to the military they're retired, working on another thing. Everybody went into uh, law enforcement or something, retired, working on another thing. I mean, so it's like back then you don't think about it, but you get my age and you're looking at somebody that's getting a full pension and still got a, a hustle on the side as an entrepreneur. You can't beat that. Can't beat it. Yeah. And you guys give what else? I mean, with the salary, uniforms, what does that look like? Because a lot of people say or accuse, you know, the city of, and if they and if they wrong, tell me, because I'll go go to war for y'all. But they they make it seem like you get paid, but you gotta pay for the uniform, this, that, and the other. Dispel any rumors that are out there that you hear about that make people not wanna join the force. I think the first rumor is that police officers don't make money. You know, you hear a lot of people say, oh, you want to be a police officer? You don't make any money. Have you ever driven past a police precinct? 
<laughs> have, you nice at, have you looked at you looked at the parking lot? Yeah. <laughs> Trust yeah. me, those men and women are making some great money. Yeah. You, you look at a high school diploma. You know, you graduate high school, you get out here, you join us. Our starting pay is around forty three thousand plus. What? That's that's just your base salary. We're not talking overtime. We're talking if you work. 80 hours a week for Man, 52, I thought y'all 40. was making 20 thousand out the gate. <laughs> no, no sir. I promise. Oh, I'm yeah. serious. Oh, yeah. And if you have an associate's degree, it goes up to around 45,000 plus. You have a bachelor's degree, 47,000 plus unlimited overtime. Work all the events. Work every single, you know, uh, concert that we have. You're working it. Sports, the Barons, the Squadron, the... You know, the Legion, you're working all those games. We yeah. worked, I'll tell you this, my partner behind you, we worked, this is going to be kind of embarrassing, we worked <laughs> the Young Jeezy concert not, oh, yeah. not too long ago. Okay. I have a picture with Young Jeezy. You oh, know, yeah? so you see, you know, you get to do things that you never would have access to had you not joined the Birmingham Police Department. Yeah. Now, um, got two last things for you. First of all, I don't know if you're going to be able to answer this one, but you got to dig deep for me. Let's do it. If you weren't doing this, so you and your dream job, <laughs> but if you weren't doing this, what's the path untraveled other than basketball player? I would be doing my second dream job. What? Practicing law. Ah, <laughs> awesome, awesome. And finally, do you have any uh, pardon words, you know, especially – I want you to do two things. First of all, I want your job to give us some pardon words from as you're in your position. From, people are watching you. People, you know, what do you say something to them? Look dead there. Let, <laughs> let, let me say this. The moment that really captivated what this community means to me is I was on a homicide scene. And this mother walked up to me. She was a mother of the victim. She walks right up to me with a smile on her face. And she looks at me. She says, Truman Fitzgerald. And I smiled at her. And she said, baby, she said, I've been meaning to meet you my whole life after seeing you. And it's just such an honor to meet you. And this woman's kid was lying dead behind her. And she's smiling at me, telling me that she was thankful to meet me after her son had been murdered. If that doesn't sum up how good and how great our Birmingham community is, you know, I can't put it into words. Y'all are amazing. Now, from you, from your heart, from what, what's your nickname? Fitz. <laughs> <laughs> now give us something from Fitz. From Truman Fitzgerald, let me just say I love Birmingham. I've always loved Birmingham. And each and every day, the people in this city, the city itself, just it never ceases to amaze me. And I'm just truly blessed to be a true uh, Birmingham community member. I want to thank my new nephew, Truman Fitzgerald, for joining us. I want to thank you all for listening. And as always, a huge shout out and thank you to Creed 63 urbanham.com and urbanham.news God bless This podcast has been brought to you by Jefferson County Sheriff's Office